Hello and welcome to the Talk Zero podcast where we discuss the stories and learnings of sustainability enthusiasts and activists. Today's topic of discussion is the role of design in the sustainability movement. And to discuss that with us we have one of the finest designers in the sustainability segment in India right now. Also she's one of the tallest. So that is something but random fact that I could be forward. Uh, welcome Ashwini Mehta. Uh, How are you doing? Thanks a lot, Deepak. It's very, very inspiring to know what you're working on and what you're trying to achieve. So I'm, I'm very honored that uh, you, you want to speak to me to know a little more about how design and sustainability can come together. Something that really blew my mind, and that was that you were working on so many projects on the simultaneous basis. Like you have a successful visual design studio, you have a famous cartoon strip, you have, you are also a faculty at top design school. and you're also conducting workshops and talks which is not something that normal design studios do and like all of this when you think of it the theme has been always been sustainability while you have been living a sustainable lifestyle yourself so how how do you manage all this okay, uh, so uh, it it uh, like when you introduce it that way it sounds like a lot but uh, i to be honest like i i'm not really keeping up with being sustainable at all these things 100% but the aim is to always get to that level so if if i can go back a little uh, as till 12th i i really felt that i was trapped with the academic syllabus and i realized that no i have to be doing something to do with illustration art and drawing so when i came into graphic design like i studied my bachelor's and masters in it uh, still the aim was like any other student right like you have to you have to get come up with the best marks and because i loved i really enjoyed design studies so i i i was competitive like i wanted to be very good in class and see what opportunities i get with respect to placements uh, and then uh, when i got into microsoft again that that mentality was the same and through that time like since childhood i've always loved animals like i've always loved nature but separately uh, then i came across this uh, ted talk by uh, dr jane goodall uh, she's she's a, she's uh, 86 now but she's been into conservation mainly mm-hmm. of chimpanzees uh, since her 20s or even before that so her ted talk really inspired me because she was a scientist uh, and and she really related what she could offer as a skill set with something that is happening outside in the real world and though i loved nature so much i was unaware of what is actually happening to nature outside right now how i as a user am affecting nature indirectly all those things slowly started coming into picture and that is when i questioned myself that okay fine i i have graphic design skill sets but how can i help these things like just like these scientists are doing their bit as a graphic designer how can i help these things and at that time it i was a little demotivated also because everyone who was contributing in the field of conservation or sustainability was either a product designer or a scientist or a researcher and at that time graphic design seemed like a very superficial thing to contribute with so then i had to go back and remind myself with some good examples of works uh, like 
just say even Nike's just do it tagline, right? It, the way the way they portray, uh, you know, now they've shifted from just showing athlete athlete celebrities to uh, women power, or they show regular athletes uh, into sports. So it it is very inspiring. So then I understood that you no know, communication media is powerful. Like what they taught us in college, uh, it it must be meaning something. Like let us see if it is working here. When did you actually think that design is a good way to expressing your feelings about this particular subject? And why did you feel the need of expressing whatever you felt? Uh, I, to be honest, I didn't have any choice. Like if there was a time where I felt, oh, maybe graphic design is not the way. Like it is not just the way. It is, but but then I that is the only skill set I have. Like visual communication is the only skill set I have. So. I feel that instead of demotivating myself further or getting into learning something totally new, let's see how this can bring value. And I'm glad that I took that approach because after that, when I worked with uh, certain people and organizations, I realized how much they wanted graphic design badly in, in right. their organization. Yeah. Is there a different perception for yourself? Like while you were evaluating yourself, you were looking at yourself as a graphic designer initially and then you turn into visual communication. So are these like separate fields or is this something you feel like the, the way of looking at the same thing is different? Yeah, they are very uh, interchangeable words. Like graphic design is a very, very broad uh, term. I say visual communication because that's an even more broader term. Uh, right. Because it is visuals, just using visuals for communicating, using images for communicating. That way, even if I write uh, a headline in a very big font, like a very right. big weight, bold headline, that is also visual in some sense. So it is the text, it is the image, it is the whole meaning, um, impression I'm creating with the layout, all, all of those things. What was the thing that, uh, what was the one time when you realized like you whatever sort of message you're trying to convey, design has the power to convey for, convey it for you. Any certain project that you took up and that made you feel like, yeah, this is working. Right. Uh, so one of the first organizations I worked with uh, as soon as uh, the studio started, uh, we worked with uh, BNHS, uh, Bombay Natural History Society. So they are India's oldest NGOs, uh, almost uh, more than 133 years old. And uh, they they work they work very well in the field of conservation. They're not into activism, but mainly they work mm -hmm. with the educational organization, help the government uh, with their data to come up with uh, you know, certain things with respect to the environment. So they have a publication called the Hornbill Magazine, uh, where the uh, editor she spoke to us and she said she wants to do something different for the special issue. So maybe at that time, they looked at uh, intervention only in the cover design, that it's a special issue, so let's make it a little more attractive. But, but once we went in, when, when we went deep into the project, we realized uh, that, uh, you know, whatever scientific research has come out, it, it is mainly appreciated by the scientific community and the people who already like wildlife. So how do we make this more interesting to people who are not in touch with uh, the nature aspect or the scientific terminologies that much. So then we got in a, a, a page which had in, uh, facts. We made uh, interactive, uh, like we made some interactive articles inside the magazine, like how to draw a dolphin in five steps or things like that. 
so we made sure that so we we realized that so even they realized that that okay we were just looking at at an aesthetic point of view but we could bring in so many other uh, you know other uh, points in, inside the magazine that made it more interactive and that magazine so especially the uh, there was an issue called planet ocean uh, where on the cover we designed a big whale tail and inside the whale tail we showed all sorts of species that exist inside the uh, in our oceans not all but how many ever we could so it was also a subtle way of showing that uh, how all these species are interrelated and that magazine was very well received so they still kept getting a lot of mails from readers and how they liked that issue so we as graphic designers know what all we put in and even they they know that when they took a step a little differently more people engaged with that uh, publication so that is brilliant because you can just broaden the scope of what a magazine was doing before with the power right. of the visual design and right like this is something i think you carried on forward to your other projects as well right once exactly. you started working deeper with the environment and so like uh, like if you talk about the uh, comic strip that you have uh, that you made started using the doesn't matter and right. how the the progress of it so if you could just put some light on it that'll be great the comic strip uh, yeah like it it starts did as a, a facebook page called doesn't matter and then uh, uh, they were just observations of uh, how ironical we are with things we do like why are uh, why are posters about saving trees on paper you know uh, why are we having uh, plastic bottles given out in environmental conferences and we tend to not notice these things that we would uh, do csr activities on days of uh, plant trees but on a daily basis how sustainably are we living so these all these ironical things i i never had the courage to go and tell people on the face there are some people who can just go out there and tell people that see look at what nonsense you are doing so i actually you know, so, so does this make you angry like whenever somebody is doing something like once you start taking up the steps to a sustainable lifestyle yourself does somebody littering around or somebody doing something that really makes you angry it did and initially it did it made more than angry it was honestly quite depressing because right. i could see that uh, you you get a sense right like how how much those activities that person is going to change you get a sense right. of that when you see like in my own family i it is i can still convince people outside my family more easily than my own family so it it gets a hmm. little depressing but then i realized that me being angry or uh, me losing hope about it is not making anything better so like right. one of my uh, teachers like uh, gangadhar menon so he's he's my mentor he said that uh, ashwini you don't expect people to change but you also don't change so you continue to do things you are doing let them do things they are doing let's see if that's a wonderful simple thing this is a wonderful yeah. simple thing to that yeah so Yeah, so basically, so those observations, I just put them down in form of cartoon strips, and I showed my colleagues there, and they they appreciated it. But uh, I I I thought it should have a little wider audience, so I just wrote to all the newspapers I could find, whose email IDs I could find online. After three months, like the like the Hindu got back saying that they wanted to publish it, and they told me to rework on the size, and that was the. 
happiest day of my life right wow. so because it, it was it was one newspaper that really covered environmental issues in india quite better than all the other newspapers i knew of uh, so yeah. that that went on for two years unfortunately uh, uh, they they had some change in plans about how they wanted that uh, the supplement which was having ecotism they were they had some change in plans about it so they dropped ecotism so again that was the saddest day for me too but uh, i i have now slowly started continuing those trips on my social media pages uh, let's see what a wonderful link so you you, you were saying that you specifically chose uh, like ironic statements and told them in a witty way in a funny way try to use humor and sarcasm in some sense so was that a very conscious choice or was that the only way you felt that this message can be spread at that point this uh, uh, i don't i never drew the card like uh, in contrast to every graphic design project that we take up in the studio we really have a name in mind that no this poster or this brochure or this website has to compel people to take xyz actions after they see it so that has a name but the cartoons have been very personal it comes from a uh, come from comes from an area of disappointment because that's why the name also doesn't matter like if you still do it we still do it you know so i i never did it with an intention of a seeing uh, wanting people to change anything but just uh, i just wanted to see that this is also happening this is also what we are doing and to be honest most of these ideas are actually i've seen them in real life like when i went to uh, say i went to ranthambore with my mom uh, the whole experience is just about seeing a tiger like if you see a tiger your trip is done if you don't see a tiger your trip is waste if you've seen more tigers it's just about that and every other beautiful thing around you is ignored the the people who take your gypsy around they will they will keep chasing a tiger and there's a sighting somewhere as if the rest of the forest is you know not it has nothing to do with the, it yeah. can't have any other beauty so that mindset is so, so there was a cartoon which uh, and and then as soon as you see a tiger the way people photograph my god like it is like it's it's crazy how like it's it's literally uh, paparazzi in in that forest you know and you so that's why that uh, there's this one cartoon which uh, i'd done which said that the the cub is asking the mother why are they taking so many pictures and the mother says is uh, humans take pictures of things which they feel they can't see again or they feel they won't be seen again so wow. those were things so most of the times i used to write these things down uh, as soon as i i witnessed it or i knew there's something wrong here then i should maybe think a little more and come up with some idea around it nice so this one was completely your passion project you know uh, this yeah the difference between a passion like a passion project and your work you may love your work but a passion project yeah. are, are they different um actually that that's the question that i i still keep asking because it uh, it works in different ways for different people uh right. and i also feel that not everyone has the luxury to uh, follow a passion project so right. for example for some people they have to be breadwinners of their family or uh i see any of my friends also like some people have to get their loans you know out of the way to really do something they want to do so not everyone has that luxury so in in such cases 
those people can find some time either on weekends or something to keep that creative spirit of theirs alive because uh, no job will ever let you enjoy that complete you know complete freedom of creativity it will get monotonous after some point of time uh, so that is something we can't avoid but we have that little extra but the talent is with you right like the potential and all is with you you can find some time uh, on weekends but if you have that liberty like uh, if you are fortunate where you can take a step right now in your life and really uh, you know uh, do something with whatever is passionate to you then you you should definitely go ahead like even the studio was not uh, something i always planned to do but i want to see how far can uh, we go uh, pushing you know pushing graphic design for this use can this how, how did you decide to actually go for the open design studio you were working for microsoft 10 Uh, yeah. like the sequence of things i'm just getting a little confused with that yeah. right so uh, what happened at that time is uh, like i i found very i found a very uh, inspiring team there at microsoft like you know, people are wonderful like they're still some of my closest friends and even the managers i got you know like they were very talented in their own respective fields some were illustrators some were photographers some were good at sports so uh, but for me what was happening at that time is because i maybe i feel because that was a time i actually uh, was parallelly being uh, exposed to the atrocities happening to our environment like it was very very depressing to times where i i i couldn't i was very shocked at the levels at which our environment is being degraded and unfortunately like in our city life we we are not exposed to all that so it made me uh, want to step out like then that that spirit of wanting to step out was very high then and uh, right. i i knew that if you want to if you want to give back to a community the best way to give back is to start from your hometown right i i yeah. feel it, because you you have a connection to those people more you have uh, you know that place better so then yeah. i decided to come to mumbai uh, back to my hometown and then uh, just so uh, and then just uh, so vejanti my first designer she joined then nitya and then now there is juhi and nitya so they just so just based on how much work we had i could take in more people so we still do commercial work and uh, we work for uh, ngos so the model was that whatever profits we make we should be able to uh, work for ngos at a lower cost so it's it's not a easy uh, business model to follow because not always do ngos have that kind of budget but we have to give them that much time right this is also one thing i see that uh, i feel ngos need good communication design not in, or any social entrepreneurs need good communication design uh, because we easily see such good ads for surf excel and all but we don't see we see very ordinary ads for not or hardly see ads for uh, people who are actually doing so much good work outside yes. so yeah so uh, like the your design studio the whole motto that you work on like the tagline like the brand uh, description that you guys use i have noted it down and we will read it up for you again we designed visuals to encourage inclusive thoughts and sustainable action it's such a beautiful line i really like just when i read it i fell in love with it so could you just elaborate it on how you like like exactly this clears a lot of different parts of what you're trying to do but could you just elaborate on how we ended up with this right actually so you brought up a very good point 
uh, it was see many a times like before starting uh, before get starting the studio before starting this line of thought my idea about environment and sustainability were very different uh, and once you get into the field you realize it like you obviously also must be knowing how how many uh, stakeholders are there in this right so i and now i feel i would want to work with more non sustainable brands and help them be more sustainable then work with brands that are already environmentally conscious so earlier when we started the studio i wanted to work with only green brands like brands that are oh, they're doing good for the environment directly but then right. we had some opportunities where we could uh, you know impact the client by giving them sustainable advices like when we work for the school uh, they they wanted a brochure design of a they wanted a booklet of say 20 pages so we we right. uh, we asked them if they really need a booklet with so much information you see most of mm-hmm. it is just uh, uh, just uh, blank pages just to give that effect can we make it into something which has more shelf life uh, can we right. so it it became a newsletter you know a newspaper kind of format with a poster so that it can be reused further and there was a, a wedding card design that we did with the uh, nf studios where uh, the wedding card got converted into a desktop calendar like a calendar so it increased the shelf life uh, there's some gift card we proposed that it be a bookmark uh business cards we try we see if we really need to color it full uh, you know full fledged can mm-hmm. we keep the paper white and still make an impactful design so instead of putting more weightage on the uh, print and the production we put more right. weightage in the idea and the design itself if i could hey. just add one example so for the very this school itself that we were working with there was a they had a christmas carnival last december and they came up they told they want xyz deliverables and uh, some coupon system for parents and something for children and literally what they expected from us was say 100% uh, if 100% was the amount of deliverables they expected we rethought that entire system and it came down to just 20% of printing work like we made sure that the coupon was designed in such a way that it could be reused not just for the christmas carnival but any future festivals they have in the school so you know all was all that cheaper for the brand as well that for the school yeah, as well yeah that's the best part is that if it's sustainable like if it involves less production cost it is always cheaper for the brand so it works both yeah. way yeah so do you think that is where the solution lies if we could provide solutions which are cheaper and sustainable at the same time and green at the same time if, if definitely like uh, economy plays a very very uh, huge role in that because what happens at the very face the issue is where the kind of paper we recommend like we would ideally want all the papers used be uh, from fsc certified like they they come from resource uh, plantation forest and not real forest or they come from uh, 100 100% co- uh, post consumer paper now these papers are actually quite expensive and uh, when you speak to the vendors they say that oh these certificates are not uh, they, they, are, they might not be a uh, true certification so you re- never really know if the paper is recycled so uh, one is definitely the cost for down it is easier for us as a studio to convince to the client to go for them because they don't yes. mind if they, they as long as the paper is serving the purpose even if it's mind. equivalent or maybe just yeah. a shade above they're okay with it right significantly right. higher also, we also tell the brand that you can rekind write that like uh, for the school we always write that this paper was thoughtfully produced on 100% post consumer paper so it it always it it uh, always adds a value to their brand also yes. uh, printing 
so printing actually so we as graphic designers we really love uh, you know screen printing and all all these very different colors you don't get to see right. but if you see the toxicity level of those inks the ink production is very bad right. so uh, the alternative of it is soy based ink or vegetable inks now all we, we don't even know of those things existing in the market because they are right. they're expensive and the the whole the printing industry will have to shift to quite a bit to get make these things normal so that's what happens is yeah uh i just like just if you could give me a top like example of some other brand that you feel has done some amazing work or uh, like any other themes or to do that you have learned from other brands so uh, one is daily dump in bangalore uh, they right. they are the people who i think popularized uh, home composting Uh, when i i saw their website a few years back i was very surprised to see how beautifully they have uh, conveyed uh, they are trying to sell uh, this these composting kits but so nicely they have explained this uh, process of composting which is not easy to uh, explain right and i i was very used to seeing all uh, ngos who uh, or any organizations that do good work in very very b grade level kind of uh, you know advertisements websites because it's, because you can see that it's not given importance but daily dump like their branding and how they convey to people and then even the newsletters they gave uh, even the customer care that talks to me that that whole experience is so good it's it's very necessary to uh, you know so it's the very fact that they kept all these aspects in mind uh well, because they knew yeah. they they have to win people's hearts only if they make if they get people to listen to them can they make this thing popular so you're saying all aspects of communication are crucial for brands like these uh, right so that that actually brings me to a question that there is a lot of environment anxiety right now that if i am not doing this i'm using a straw that's bad i'm doing bad i'm doing bad and i don't have a solution or something like that uh and uh, of course there is that one kind of environment anxiety and that is coming from a place of fear in ad tech in all the campaigns around environment that are done that if you're not doing this you are basically killing the earth and telling us the impact of if you're not using your toothbrush is killing some fishes in the ocean yeah. so yeah. that's just to to uh, kind of creating a lot of fear in the minds of consumer and whenever there is such a scenario you either tend to react immediately if you see an immediate threat or you tend to ignore it that okay mm-hmm. it's all bogus so like mm-hmm. do you think this is something that is happening in the design and the communication with environment right now yeah so what what you're saying is quite uh, quite valid actually i see that uh, uh, there are people who are fully engrossed like fully supporting this kind of posts about plastic pollution and there are some people who will just ignore it because no to be honest no one likes to to be pointed out as a falter you know like like you you are doing something wrong no one likes right. to be told that so i feel communication should be all if you want to promote awareness about something you sensitize people but not in a tone of blaming them understand right. why why are straws so famous why do people use straws why is plastic used so much and then see who are the people you can who actually need to be talked to uh in with so same way with design i think uh, we we try to uh, 
we keep this in mind and try to not be very preachy uh, if you right. see uh, you know it's actually that was also the tone used in the doesn't matter cartoon it, it is very uh, you know it's it's something which is happening around you but it will it hmm. will remind you of uh, it will remind me of me but it is it is something which i can also say hey see those other people are like that so it, it you have to be very careful about how you uh, uh, how you voice that piece of communication definitely not in a way that will scare people or uh, like you said like it should not you see any negative emotion that brings up it is it is not it, it doesn't amount to anything fruitful you have to accept that okay this the, the state of environment is really bad uh, disposable plastic is a problem let's see where all we can limit like for us like me and a few friends like they it just started with okay let's limit how many tissue papers we are using do we really need a tissue paper when there is a sink right next to the uh, dining table those so, so you know so you can see as an individual what all things you can limit definitely everyone can't be a you know a saint and uh, oh i absolutely don't use anything if you can do that good but do do things consciously yeah yes i, I think we have to be mindful of our actions and do whatever bit we can do uh, yeah. perfection is something that we all can seek but it'll only come with time hopefully yeah yeah like uh, for example the save ra uh, campaign that happened in the ra trees uh, trees in the right. ra were being felled there were so there were these uh, groups where when someone used to bring a point out others used to argue that how many trees have you planted to tell us this you know <laughs> when you keep yeah. questioning people credibility mm-hmm. of who will uh, are you really uh, supposed to tell us and when you fight amongst yourself right when you yes. are in this blame game of are you more worthy than me and it's not going to go anywhere i feel that even you know we say that oh people are just liking on social media not doing anything that is true but give respect to that like also yes. at least that person is listening to you maybe yes. after anybody who puts a thought that is where we yeah. begin exactly yeah that is like i, I coming back to like the whole uh, i just wanted to get a little bit of a philosophical view of yours as to what design means to you and do you think design can basically go forth and help out in solving environmental and social problems okay uh, design i i feel design is extremely powerful uh, it is like a it's like the more i understand it the more i i realize it's you know how it's uh, sounding like a superhero thing but uh, yes. it, it really feels like that like the more i i am born uh, you know you know you they show superheroes right like they're born with some powers and they can't control it and slowly they start learning so i feel every individual every single individual on this planet has that some kind of power in different aspects so for in me it has come with respect to say visuals so then i say okay now how do i use this and mm-hmm. all the time i'm just questioning how do i use this in the right way for that i have to understand color better type better so even uh, these uh, courses that i'm taking as a guest lecturer i it it's good for me because i tell the students also i am also brushing up all that uh, i had studied because at that time i studied with the intention of just getting good grades <laughs> now right. i'm really looking at it as to oh in the real world how it works how are these colors uh, 
how are these colors giving an impression how is this uh, visual giving an impression what size what material should it be on paper should it be an online app uh, right. as a last question i would just like to ask you about this time that we're living in the coronavirus times uh, do you think uh, how do you think this will change the design world and in in, in the sustainability segment will it if have any effect at all uh mainly i think for all industries it is given a lesson that anything can happen you know like we we always take our next step for granted uh but right. people who have believed in climate change or people who know that the environment is at a tipping point for them i don't think this is a surprise that for me honestly right. it is not a surprise it mm. is uh but what surprised me is the way in which our governments can act like if we right. can be so efficient with uh, treating something that is uh, going to be a cause of our death then there is mm. something which is killing us every day there is the wow. air that is killing us every day water is killing us every day so that means we are we have that capability if we want to do it so that is that is just a general idea i have uh, in terms of communications do you feel that the whole world coming together and the whole feeling of love and togetherness will translate into sustainable brands and environmental communication can it, it is, be captured uh, on in some way uh thing is uh i, I we, we should keep trying our best uh, to to be uh, honestly like i feel that the wound is too big and we are still uh, you know using bandages to heal it you know so yeah. the the steps have to be very big quite bigger and impactful but and i feel you know who should care about it more is people who have children or people who want to have children or right. people who even care about human beings and don't care about nature you should they have to uh, you know care about the environment if uh, and you know the business needn't be uh, about very close to nature even you can be a carpet running business who is taking care of uh, what uh, toxic water is going outside what dyes are used who are how are the people treated where are the people coming from all those things if businesses start becoming cautious uh, more conscious and resources are there we are in a generation where everything is at the reach of our fingertips when right now i can uh, just google and see how how i can make my travel sustainable how can i make my food sustainable what practices i can bring in my business so if you want to do anything everything is available so that way we are very fortunate the other side is that the problems also are that big so it's we have to just uh, try our best that's that's the only way they might change but you don't have to change for sure and that's where okay. i think we should end it i think that's yeah. a wonderful thing and that's where we should end it uh, thank you so yeah. much for being a part of this podcast and hopefully i can get you to discuss much more of a sustainable lifestyle and how you can create and talk about the brands and the choices that you make in a different separate podcast that if you can yeah thanks a lot people